Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Florida Hockey Podcast, Justin Bedford, alongside Noah Russo. How are you doing this week, buddy? <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm pretty well. How are you? Oh, doing fantastic, as always. Uh, regular season, finally over. Uh, about time, you know, last kind of week, it's just seemed like it kept dragging on. I mean, most of the playoff matchups were pretty well set, uh, especially in the, the West, but... Uh, just quickly, kind of, yeah, end of the season, uh, your thoughts on the Panthers, uh, and their 2021, 2022 season. 
uh, you know, it's um, I, I think it was pretty. You can call it a success. Um, you know, I don't really 30, know you could call it anything less. Like thirty. <laughs> 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 32 teams go into the league and at the start of the regular season, hoping to get the president's trophy. It's what they all play for, isn't it? It's what they all play for. Really, I mean, the playoffs are only a formality after this. Nobody really cares about the Stanley Cup. It's more about who won the president's trophy. Um, Exactly. So, So, like, obviously a huge, huge accomplishment. That's not an easy feat. So that's that's good good on the team. That's just a reward for just having an awesome regular season. Yeah, I mean, I think it went about as well as you could have hoped. Um, it's kind of building off uh, what we saw last season. Um, maybe it wasn't the smoothest ride to get there. Obviously, some bumps along the way, the coaching change, uh, some injuries to you know the star players and things like that. Um, but overall, you get there. President's Trophy, I know it's not, you know, the ultimate prize, but it is, you know, a nice little feather in the cap. It's a nice thing to win um, and kind of shows just how good this team has been uh, really all throughout the year. They've been consistent for the most part. Uh, and they were on a really good stretch heading in uh, to the playoffs. Now looking back at the season, I though I want to know like who's been the biggest surprise for you on the Florida Panthers. It's well, in a good, and you, it could be good, could be bad surprise in any way. I don't think I have anybody as a bad surprise. I think for, you know, like of the regular players that played like, let's say a minimum of 25, 30 games, I don't think anybody's been a negative surprise as in like a disappointment by any means. Um, I, I like, there are some, some really good accomplishment, um, Huberto being that close for 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 uh Ross. most points like that's just I, I I was surprised by that not that I didn't think he could do it but just that he would do it um so the, there's that for sure um and I was really impressed with Sam Reinhardt. Yeah, I remember, I mean, everyone, all the Panthers fans, they let the point it out on Twitter, that one tweet from earlier in the year uh, from the Sabres writer who was, you know, shredding the Sam Reinhardt acquisition. He got off to a slow start, right? But, mm-hmm. you know, putting up career highs, playing on that third line, that third line that was just phenomenal uh, for the Panthers. Uh, really everything you could have want when they acquired Sam Reinhardt. He, he brought it to the table. Um, he made them a really, really deep team, really dangerous uh, the chemistry that he had with uh, Wendell and, and Marchment, uh, it's huge. So I would agree. I think, you know, I thought he was going to come in. I thought he'd be good. It was a good fit, but I think he absolutely surpassed that. Um, for me, other surprises, it's tough because. Well, you know, I mean, the the only other one that I have that's like painstakingly obvious would be the Anthony Duclair, right? Like first year getting 30 goals. Um, well, career yeah. numbers like obviously you have to be that's a good surprise because you weren't necessarily expecting that that high of an output yeah but for me look I would expect that that would be more likely like that output from Anthony Duclair than the output they got from Mason Marshman mm-hmm. right like Mason Marshman had 
you know, he looked good last year. Right? I thought he looked good last year. Points weren't really there this year. He put together that really nice stretch, that big physical uh, guy just built for the bottom six. Um, plays with a lot of energy. So I think he was a really nice surprise for me. Um, you mentioned Huberto, I and mean, obviously a terrific season, right? Bit of a surprise. Um, the one, the, the one thing, one for me, and it's not really a surprise at all. But I don't think he's got enough credit for the season he's had, which is Sasha Barkov, because he had the injury, right? So the point yeah. was they aren't going to jump off the page, right, uh, as much. But you look at the goals he scored; like the, the numbers themselves are unbelievable. Good defensively, we all know what what, what Barkov is to this team. Um, but I think the thing that was really noticeable for me this year was just the timely goals. You know, we talked all season long with the comebacks the Panthers had, and whenever they were coming back, the big goal was usually coming from him. Yeah, like he was he was definitely like just an incredible like part of the team and just a huge reason why we all think that the, the Panthers are going to make it so far in the playoffs is because of their depth and guys like him. Um, like, and then um, defensively, I think you're – it was less easy to like have a big surprise, although really, really liked what I saw from Brayden Montour this year. Um, yeah, he was yeah, always a really guy, sick. you know, Anaheim, then Buffalo, then then Florida was always a guy that I was like, I wasn't sure of his consistency, but like, I, I think he put up some really nice numbers this year for for what he is, um, which is probably a bottom pairing defenseman, uh, potentially middle pairing, depending on who's in front of him. Um, like that's, that's been a really good, um, story yeah. on the blue line as well. I was going to say like for the blue line for me, uh, Gustav Forsling. Yeah. Especially as of late in the season, like that could just be like recency bias, but yeah, a really, really strong end of the year. Cause we start, he had a really strong end of the year last year and we were kind of seeing glimpse of him. And then he, he kind of put it together over the course of the season this year. Um, so I, it just feels like another step in the right direction. It just, you feel like he's still improving. Yeah. Actually, one more guy I want to mention too is uh, Anton Lindell. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, obviously like we, we, we were so high on this guy going in the draft, yeah. right? We loved him. We were like, this is an unbelievable pick for the team, right? Next Barkov, we were calling him, you know, so that was thrown out there. And I, I truly did you know, always think Anton Lindell was going to be a very good hockey player. He was going to have the offensive upside. I saw, I know people have, kind of saw him maybe as a, a 3C at the NHL level. I think 2C. Um, but what he did in his first season in the NHL is unbelievable. Playing in all situ- – like, playing on the penalty kill, even strength. Um, I, I don't think his importance to this team can be, like, understated. Uh, and especially you noticed him when, when he was injured, the Panthers were struggling. Yeah. Because he's a guy you can throw out there against anyone – and that is so valuable to, to any team to have a guy like that. And to do that at that age, I don't think we saw another rookie like that. You know, I can't remember many recently, and I can't think of any this year that bring that kind of well-rounded game to the table. Maybe Nico Heischer in his first year. Was he that good, though? That's what I'm trying to remember if he was I that know. good. Let me, let me pull in Nico Heischer real quick, and let's yeah, see if he's actually yeah. like, with it or not. I'm curious. I do like Nico Isha, though, and it is like a common comparison for him. Yeah, I think they're really similar players, just nice, well-rounded guys. All right. 
Nico Heischer. We got, I'm going to pull up Anton Lindell's number two because I didn't anticipate this was going to come up. You know, I yeah no I don't. We never think, plan these things. Right? We never nice. plan. We never plan on talking about. Nico okay, Heischer. so Nico Heischer in his rookie year, fifty-two points in uh, eighty-two games. Anton Wendell, forty-four and sixty-five. So actually, like a decent comparison. No, it's a really solid comparison. But I think the main difference though is if you probably looked at usage, Nico Heischer was probably playing a little higher up on that Devils team. Yeah, and I mean, this was also what five years ago. Like yeah. it, it's been a, it's been a while. Yeah, and he, but he was also coming in younger too, right? Having just been like right out of the draft, right? right. Um, but is good good comparable for those two guys. Um, and yeah, so you, so he came out. I thought he was going to be good, but he was far more advanced in his uh, development than I thought he was going to be. Yeah, um, and. Overall, uh, just a really strong season from the team. Uh, last question, though, do you think we're going to be seeing any hardware coming to South Florida in terms of the individual awards that the league has? I, I, I don't know. I if can, I, like, I can, I there's one, one. There's one. And I think we're thinking of the same one. I'm thinking of the Jim Gregory. I'm thinking of the Jim Gregory yeah. game of the year. Yeah, I think that's the like, that's your best bet. Yeah. I think that's the well, safest it, it, one. I, Although I, you never know when, when uh, they could give it to the Islanders again. Um, mm-hmm. That that's the only one. Like I've thought a lot about the heart. Huberto just probably just falls short. Is probably one of the top five finalists but probably falls just a little short of yeah. winning it. Yeah, um, I'd agree. And then Lundell, you know, we talked we talked about the, the injury and just – What's the thing? Was the, like real the, the, I... the bias to for offensive stats over defensive stats are going to play against him. So, I mean, I'm really hoping we see more insider and we don't see Michael Bunting. Yeah. But I, I'm not – I'm not holding my breath. I'm – preparing to be disappointed i don't know i saw michael bunting live or dead eye you, you couldn't tell never saw him um saw him on the sheet though as he did play but uh for me i think yeah the jim gregory i think for sure is the one that like has the highest probability of, of going to, to someone with the panthers and rightfully so i think it, it shouldn't even be close really right uh for the other Awards, I think it's unfortunate because I think you'd see more Panthers players in the mix for some awards uh, if it weren't for the injury. Like, I think when Dallas doesn't get hurt, I think he's much more in that Calder conversation. I think yeah, if Barkov and... doesn't get hurt, he's in the Selk conversation. I think if Ekblad doesn't get hurt, he's in the Norris conversation. Not that they'd win them, but they're in the mix. You, but you want to know what? If Lindell was able to get – like, he started off slow. Like, that was – that's that's kind of – expectable like that the rookie's gonna start slow like that young i mean 19 years old um but i 19 or 20 i can't remember exactly um so i i honestly i think that if he gets like a more well-rounded start to the season that maybe even with the injury we see him in the conversation but definitely 
um, without the injury, he's in the conversation. Yeah, I, I think like he should still be in the conversation. But I think he's if he's healthy, um, especially the timing of when he got hurt, I'm thinking he's pushing a more each side or a bit more. Um, and then Michael Bunting, for some reason, is just, I guess, in the mix. Even though he's like a thousand years old. <laughs> Which, like, Dude, can we just we should just go to commercial now before we talk about Michael Bunting because that's going to be an absolute parallel. Like, well, yeah, we've done we've done it a lot before. The reality is, is like it's garbage. Um, but he's all exactly the Calder. like hot garbage. Yeah, it, it makes no sense to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll 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 go to a quick ad read here, and then we'll get into some uh, some playoff stuff. Hockey fans, the pursuit for the Stanley Cup is on, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. What? Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the playoffs with DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more, and it's your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Okay. Back into it. Panthers going in the playoffs. We know the matchups. We talked a little bit about it before. Before we get into the Panthers uh, series versus the Capitals coming up, I want to know which other series are you most looking forward to? Ooh, good question. Also, can we just like, how badly did the Predators bottle that the other day against the Coyotes? You blow a 4 nothing lead against the Coyotes to serve yourself up to the Avalanche without UC Soros. And you lose in regulation. What are you doing? What? The... That was the second time the the Coyotes came back at the end of the season because yeah. I bet against them. Mistake. I can't remember who they were playing, but I remember they just screwed me over so bad. Yeah. Um, unbelievable choke job. Yeah, exactly. Um, but to, to come back to your, to your initial question, I, I think it has to be Tampa, Toronto. Like that series is going to be so good. Yeah, I, I'm really, really excited to see what, what we get from that. Uh, on the West, y- y- to be honest with you, there's only one matchup that I'm, 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 uh, there's, there's one matchup that that's above the others and it's St. Louis, Minnesota. Oh. I, I think that'll be a good series. Uh, I think it's going to be like real physical. It's just going to be really good playoff hockey. Um, yeah, I like the way those two match up. I I don't like the Edmonton LA matchup. I think it's a little. It seems a little lopsided. It, it, right. Like like it just seems a little like. Are, I, we, I, are we seriously? I doing do this? like Calgary Dallas though. You know, I'm not sure I'd bet against Calgary. 
Uh, or against much. Dallas. That's the thing. Like to me, that yeah. that's like one Rams team. Like that could be a big upset. Like yeah. I don't see LA going over Edmonton, but like Dallas is Dallas is nice. We got Jason Robertson. Yeah, um, no, it's uh, it's gonna be good. I mean, Joe Pavelski, who's sixty-seven years old with uh, with a new career high in points, like that's that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's it. No, it is insane. That's Joe. That's Joe like, for you, though. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I, that'll be a really good matchup, and then uh, yeah, Colorado Nashville. Yeah. I mean, I, um, it, it uh, just uh, it uh, just gives the Colorado guys a couple days in Nashville to go wild. It does. Yeah, that's it's gonna be something. Uh, I like Rangers Penguins a bit too. Um, uh, just because. Yeah, it, I very very similar to St. Louis, Minnesota. In terms of in playoff my mind. teams, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's like you got obviously you know the proven performers Crosby and Malkin going up against one of the hottest goalies in the league, one of the best goalies there is, probably going to win the best in this year. Igor, Rangers got some firepower up front. They also went super heavy in the off season, um, so that has the potential to be a banging series. Um. Yeah, what, what, I think Lightning Leafs will be a lot of fun, but like I, it's, I don't like either of those teams, but I get a little nervous. Like it's tough. Like who do I want to lose more? And it's tough yeah. because I think the Panthers fan in me says Lightning, right? Yeah. But I also happen to live very close to Toronto, and I'm surrounded by Leafs fans all the time, and they're so annoying. And that part of me kind of wants them to lose. Yeah, I mean. So I, I really don't know. I, I, I think we might see. I, I think Toronto might win it. I also thought I, Toronto was going to win last year. Like, no, I didn't actually. I, I said Montreal. Cause, so I'm going to say. Yeah, Tampa. I know you did. I was the only one. I, I, I think I'm going to go Toronto this year. Uh, they, right. they, yeah, I, I think. Ooh, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's tough because, you know, it's they, 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 I, how they reel you in every year. To be honest, had you asked me yesterday, I would have said Tampa. Yeah, I'm a little torn on that one. Uh, Bruins Hurricanes, who would you take on that one? That's another one. I think that's going to be a great series. Uh, I don't think Carolina makes it past me the either. second round. No. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Boston finished them up in six. Ooh, Bruins in six. But but I could easily see Carolina taking it in five. No, I think this might be one where you, you might want to grab uh, grab the old brooms because I'm thinking it's a Bruins sweep. No. Bruins in four, baby. <laughs> I, honestly, I did not think you were going there. <laughs> Bruins in four. Kind of building up to it. And, and just my random bold prediction for that one, Taylor Hall will score a hat trick in that series. Okay. Okay, you've hear you've heard it here All first, right. folks. Lightning Leafs, you're taking the Leafs. How many games? Seven. Lightning and five. I, swear, I, I was gonna say, I swear to God, if you take out the fucking brooms again. <laughs> no, no, they, they'll come back. But I'm going lightning and five on this one. <laughs> I could very much see that happening. I could, I could see, see anything happening on that one. Completely to be honest. crumbling. Uh, Minnesota, St. Louis. That's to me the toughest one. I'll take Minnesota in six. Uh, I I'm, I like Minnesota in six too, but since you've done that, I'll do Minnesota in seven. <laughs> A little different. Uh, Edmonton in LA. Edmonton in five. 
I know I watched a lot of Oilers hockey over the last few years. I've seen this team, and I know they've been a lot better under their new coach. To me, I think they get it done. I think it's going to take seven. Okay. Because they just never trust them. Okay, Rangers-Penguins, the tougher one to predict who you taking. I still haven't made up my mind about this one, to be honest with you. It, I flip-flop back and forth on it. Also, a great year for Mike Matheson with the Penguins. Good for yeah, them. you know, I, I actually I, I bet on every single uh, series except one. Of, I can't remember which series I didn't bet on. But my bet for this series was Pittsburgh plus two and a half. Interesting. So Pittsburgh to either lose by two games or less or win the series. That's a good bet. Seems pretty like easy money. That seems like free money. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'll go. P- <laughs> I'll go. I'll go. Mm, it's so tough. I'll go Pittsburgh in seven today. Ask me next week, and we'll. All right. I'll, no play. I'll ask me tomorrow before it starts, and we'll. Uh, I'm gonna go. Rangers and six. Yeah. And I'm going and I'm thinking the series winning goal. I'm torn between two guys. I watch a lot of Rangers broadcasts and I forget who their commentator is, but he's got like such an iconic voice. And I can just picture him saying like Philip Heedle scores the series winning goal. But yeah, I'm mean, gonna say Rangers and six, but I'm gonna go Barkley Goudreau. I mean, that would – I think that's that would be a good series. You wouldn't – that would be really good for Barkley Goudreau. Uh, a good player. You know, he signs this, like, really long deal in, in New York. Everyone's very skeptical, and it's like he's supposed to be a playoff, you know, like, weapon. Let's I, see it. Let's see – exactly. Let's right. see it. We have three series left. Um Usually we'd leave the Panthers for last, but I'm just looking at the schedule right now and I see the Panthers one there. So let's just get right to it. Panthers, Capitals, talked about it a bit. Panthers, tough loss to end the season, by the way, against Montreal. Probably, I think it's safe to say, the last NHL game from from Jonas Johansson. What the fuck? And it's tough because it's like, we've ripped on Jonas Johansson on this podcast before. Yeah. Neither of us think he's very good. Somehow he's played for two of the best teams in the NHL in the Avalanche and Panthers in the last two years. That makes no sense to me. Um, but like, ah, oh, like the, he allowed like four in the first, and I was like, oh, like classic Jonas Johansson. And then the goals kept coming, and I think about like by like the eighth or ninth one, I, I started to kind of feel a little bad because it's like. Oh, like you, you can't like if you're the Panthers, you can't put Spencer Knight in, right? You cannot risk an injury, right? Right. You can't you just have to leave Jonas Hansen in there. And you just kind of had to soak that. And it's gotta be tough for the guy, gotta be embarrassing. I mean, his positioning was off. He was just he was not good, man. He was oh, yeah. so bad. And I texted you about this and Mac Kirstad had one of the worst individual performances by a player I have seen in a long time. Like it okay, was Okay, but just... you didn't watch that much Keith Yandel this year. That's true. That is true. So, could be close. 
but like, yeah, you, just, yeah, you text me that brutal, like was a contributing factor to like yeah four or five Montreal goals, like just brutal. He finished at minus six. Um, I felt bad for him, but I wasn't sure why he was so bad. Like he's not that bad. No, he usually hasn't been that bad. I think it's one of those ones too, because like last game of the season, you're resting your guys so they don't get hurt. And then you're kind of playing some of the other fringe guys where it's like, if there's an injury, who 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 do we have that might be capable of stepping in? And I think Matt Kierstad kind of took himself out of that conversation as being the next man up. Yeah, he probably definitely did. And Jonas Johansson, I mean, he's kind of the only goalie there, so he's still in the mix, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Uh, unfortunate. Um, but this series going to be some heavy hockey capitals. We talked about the series matchup. But then Ovi kind of got hurt. And I know, you know, Ovi usually ends up like hurt in quotation marks towards the end of the year anyways, but he really did look hurt on that one play. I'm not sure if you saw it. Was it was it the one against Toronto where he just fell into the boards? Yeah. Yeah. Not Boy, looking, was that fluky. Yeah, it was really fluky. Well, I don't think it was fluky. You know, the goalie swinging his stick like that. I think that's a trip. I, um... Yeah, I uh, I mean, if he doesn't play, like, whatever way it goes, it, whether he plays or he doesn't play, his status is going to affect the potentially the outcome of the series. Like, like Ovechkin is just that, that guy that if he's on the ice, you never know what can happen. And more times than not, the puck's behind the net. Well, yeah. And, or in the and, net. And he has historically been very good against the Panthers. But him not being 100%, you know, is, is a huge benefit to the Florida Panthers, right? Because you look at him crashing the boards, too. It looks like a shoulder, right? And yeah. Last time I checked, you need your shoulder to shoot. So, um, what, what, what are you yeah, saying? I for, think so. Yeah, so what, what are you saying for this one? Who are you taking? I think you're ta- we're both taking the Panthers here, clearly, but how many games is it going to take? Yeah, I don't think it – I think that <clears throat> I give Washington at least a game. My my bet is five or six. Um, I'm going to say Washington at five. Or not four and five. Jesus. Holy <laughs> Don't quote me on that. Um. Yeah. Uh, since you went in five, I'll go in six. All right. All right. Yeah. Now, next one up, Avalanche Predators. We talked a little about it. Are you getting out the brooms for this one? They've been out. Ever uh, since, like, oh, yeah. And I think Nashville 1 million percent deserves to get swept. No, I'm going. It's for the, oh, no. <laughs> I'm taking them. I'm taking my Predators. <laughs> oh, that's going to be brutal. All right. I'm taking Predators in six, and I got two reasons for it. I Matt don't Duchesne, who this. is back this season, career highs. And the other reason, you guessed it, UC Saros might be out, but big save Dave between the pipes? Preds in six. Yeah, Colorado's going to sweep that series. No, I think uh, – Yes. No, no. I – No, there's yeah. no chance. I'm, I'm actively bet against a sweep there. Okay. There's no chance. They, they can't sweep the Preds. 
the Preds are built different. You're just you're just manifesting the energy for them to get swept now. Eh? First of all, okay, like the yeah, Avs, good offense, right? Yeah, that's all well and fine. But what happens when you're coming down on Matthias Ekholm? What do you do? You can't go that's around the, the guy. to Nathan McKinnon. What's Nathan McKinnon going to do? You can't go around go the guy. Around, you can't go around Matthias Ekholm. You see him too big, too fast. That is completely false. Well, okay, fine. He beats Matias Ekholm, but who's coming in to support on the backside? Ryan Carrier. Is it Ryan Carrier? William Carrier? Will. Will Carrier? The one Alex Carrier. Alex Carrier. It's no, Alex okay. Carrier. Yeah, yeah. The one in Vegas is. Yeah. Uh... Too many of them. All right. Yeah. All right. So we got that one locked in. Last uh, one. Yeah. Stars, Flames. The dome's going to be rocking. I think, uh, but I, I agree with you that the stars, I would not bet against them. So I'll go, I'll go flames in seven. I think that Dallas is going to give them a really good run for their money, but I, you know, Calgary's just the more well-rounded well, team. Yeah. Well, I'll give you that. Yeah. I think Calgary is a really well-rounded team. Um, you mentioned the domes rocking. I distinctly remember working in the saddle dome during the playoff series against the Anaheim ducks and the flames were down. 2-0 in the series. They lost both games at Anaheim. They came home to Calgary. They went up 3-0 in the first period. And you hear the dome, and it's buzzing. And you hear the chance break out. Flames in six. Flames in six. So they got swept that series. They blew that lead. <laughs> Brian Elliott gave up a squeaker, and they lost. But I think, would you would you agree that there's more pressure on the Oilers than the Flames to make it out of the first round or the other way around? Uh, probably, I think the pressure's on the Oilers. Yeah, okay, me too. Right, and I think, like, the Oilers, if you can't beat, like, first of all, like, Edmonton, like, they got swept last year. They lost to Chicago the year before, right? Mm-hmm. I think of Cal- – and, like, and, they're, and they have a really weak opponent this year, I think, in L.A. To me, more pressure on Edmonton. Calgary, I'm thinking – I think Calgary gets out of this series. Uh, you say seven. I'll say five. And I'm only going five because I like Dallas. I like a lot of their players. Uh, Goaltending still a bit of a question mark for me. Um, and I like Jacob Markstrom, although if Joe Pavelski can get in there, dip some pucks home, could be yeah. a series. But yeah. I'll go. I'll go. Flames in five. And um, yeah. And yeah. All right. Well, yeah. We'll see what happens. Playoffs getting started uh, tomorrow, I guess. Um, but yeah, that does it for this one. Thank you so much. Uh, to everyone tuning in, listening, uh, we'll be back next Sunday uh, with a brand new episode talking about the first couple games of this series. So looking forward to that one. Hope to see you all there. I uh, hope everyone has a great week and we'll see you all then.